I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Thinking Sideways is not brought to you by making the contents of my cat's litter box into little almond rocas and selling them at Saturday Market. Instead, it's supported by the generous contributions of people like you, our listeners, on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash thinking sideways to learn more. everyone uh happy holidays from team sideways that's right it's christmas eve it's christmas eve it is it's yeah. the holidays yay i know yay. Well, here's hoping everybody gets all the cool presents they're dreaming of you know whether it's a you know, nuclear weapon or or world peace uh, yeah you know whichever or, yeah what you do. <laughs> just nuclear weapons uh, really uh, come on man so don't if, you want uh, one if you listened to, if you've been listening to the show for more than a year i guess at this point you know um or if you've binge listened i guess to all of our episodes you know that we like to do uh themed shows around pretty much every holiday of the year you, we do halloween themes and we do christmas themes or winter holiday themes. There you go. And there are actually a lot of Christmas mysteries. There are. There are, really. Yeah, there, there and truly so, are. And so this this year, we decided to try to take on a big one. And that is, uh, we're going to talk about Frosty, a.k.a. the snowman. Yeah. Indeed. Frosty, right? yeah. I, I assume most of our listeners have heard of Frosty. But if you haven't, 
here's the skinny. In 1950, a song was released about this supposedly enigmatic creature. Since the original, there have been many, many, many recordings of the song, the original song. Um, lots Way of too movies, many. yeah, lots of movies, lots of books, lots of merchandising partnerships with the Frosty franchise and popular items, uh, like the holiday version of the Where's Waldo books. McDonald's did a partnership with Frosty for a while. Mm, Frosty's big. Yeah, he is. And officially, the franchise of Frosty's story is owned jointly by DreamWorks Animation and Warner Brothers TV. But we're not going to really talk about that, because the thing is... That's kind of the sanitized version of Frosty. It is. You know, yeah. it's the Disney version of the fairy tales. Yeah, the, right? real, yes. the real character yeah. appears to be a bit darker. Yeah, we. It's it's kind of like the short version. It's like we kind of know the cliff note version of Story's life. And instead, we're going to go kind of back to, say, fairy tales before the Grimm brothers even got yeah. a hold of them to what they really were. What they really were, yeah, and that's what we're going to do with Frosty. Because, um, you know, we don't we don't really know who he is. I mean, they say that magic made a snowman <laughs> right. come to life. But I have a hard yeah. time believing that. The magic hat? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that. And and even if it was a magic hat, where did the magic hat come from? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah. are you? Do you guys just want to, like, jump into theories? Yeah. So, on, yeah. on how he existed, really? Because there are a couple different theory sections we'll do, right? Yeah, there really kind yeah. of is. There's a whole... Well, there, yeah, we've got a ton of theories, so we should probably start there. Yeah. So why don't we just dive right in to steal a term from Steve? <laughs> okay. okay yeah. Right on. I guess I'm up because I have theory number one. Yeah. Which is when you read the the story of Frosty, you'll you'll notice that it, it the whole story comes from a kind of a very small locale, and then mm -hmm. it's spread really kind of virally over one or two winters. Yeah. Well, the whole thing about Frosty and all these crazy things he does to me, it's pretty simple is that he didn't actually exist. Instead, he was kind of a group hallucination. What? Okay. What, what does everybody do at the holiday season when they go to work Christmas parties or family get-togethers? What do you drink? Eggnog. Exactly. Well, what's... Okay. Yeah. And Ed, Edna knows how to make great eggnog because she loves to put a lot of booze in it. Does but... she age it? No, but oh. there are some teetotalers who don't believe in putting the booze in uh -huh. and they evidently may have been the ones that were aging it okay and so it's kind of a situation that's very similar to what's the bread mold ergot is that yeah ergo ergo yeah so same thing these all these people go to this giant party and they all drink this rancid eggnog oh and they all hallucinate Oh. There's probably one guy who was in a top hat and a scarf running around having a high old time while he was stoned out of his brain, too. <laughs> and they all went, he's a snowman. It's so crazy. And then he took his hat off and he didn't look the same anymore. And story solved. So huh. that huh. is that is where I think the simple version may have come from. I, uh, and I, I mean, know. there's a few things where you you see some stuff about the effects of uh, of this mold, but... Well, yeah, we talked it when we we talked about it with the dancing, dancing play, play, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess there's also the Mary Celeste. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. People see some know. weird stuff. Yeah, I but, know, but it seems like to everybody me. would have had to have had it, right? If it's a big party, 
Everybody's yeah. having it. But, okay. but then also, you know, I mean, the whole frosty thing, it, it didn't just go on for the space of a few hours at a party. It's like it went on for a long time. I mean, frosty was hanging out for a while, right? Well, the, have you ever heard of a thing called a flashback? Yeah. These people may have been oh, kind of okay. like an acid flashback. trip, kind of uh, having a little flashback. Mm. And so they, they all think, well, yeah, it seemed, and human memory is so fallible, that it may have been that they thought it was days when they were really yeah. just kind of screwed up for a while. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's that's my yeah, initial. I mean, I've, you know, had nights where it's been like, man, it seems like we've been hanging out for like 12 hours and it's been like 20 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, okay. Okay. That's, that's a dull party. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So that's my that's my first that's theory. Your theory about okay. it. Okay. All right. Well, I have another theory. Um, and it's not the magic hat. Let's let's consider the magic hat and why it's so wrong. First of all, as as Devin has already said, where did it come from? As an animated device, it's got some pretty serious shortcomings because Frosty <laughs> Frosty was around for a while. And supposing you're Frosty and you're say crossing the street and a puff of wind knocks the magic hat off your head. And now you're back to being an inanimate object. That's true. In the middle of the street. And, of course, a car's going to come along in three seconds. You know, you know how Murphy's Law works. Yeah, so, uh, Martin, yeah, he was around for a while. And, and and you would think the hat would be, like, getting knocked off his head all the time. And Unless he had, like, a, a, a cylindrical snow dome. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the top <laughs> of his head had a cylinder in it uh, that the top hat fit on snugly. Yeah. yeah. That could be. Uh, I suppose. That would stop the wind issue. Yeah. But here's here's another here's another reason to not believe it, and which is that <laughs> if they if these things existed or just one of them, somebody would have made a 500 foot tall city destroying snowman a long time ago. Yeah, that's and true. We've never seen one. Right? Because it's it, it is all little kids that are around Frosty. Yeah. Uh huh. And little kids love to make that kind of stuff. Yeah, they do. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I would make I would make the biggest snowman possible. So we, I I think that Frosty was actually something else entirely, and there is actually uh, some support for this uh, in the Talmud of all places. He's inanimate, then he comes to life, and that sounds an awful lot like a golem. I don't know what a golem is. Yeah, I golem. mean, I know what a golem is, but I don't know what a golem. Yeah, yeah golem is uh, in, in Jewish folklore. It's uh, it's when somebody wants to make a creature that can be sort of a helper, that kind of thing, or a defender, or a defender. Mm. They they can put one together out of like mud or dust or whatever, and then and then if you know the if you know the right magic words, you can actually turn this into an animated creature. I so, want to say it was there. It's always there's something that's always written on the forehead, and I. Yeah. I can't remember what it is, but that's how they bring it to life. Yeah. And so a golem can be really made of anything, even snow. Mm. And then you have your you have your little helper defender whatever. So so Frosty could have been made of snow and been animated to help. He didn't yeah, he didn't really actually... Uh, he didn't do much. He didn't yeah. do much other than playing with the kids, it seems like. Although I guess around the holidays, that's kind of what you want, right? You're like, okay, kids, get out of the house. Go play. I have so much work to do. Yeah. No? Is that not a thing? Yeah, no, that well, definitely is a thing. But here's my problem with this theory, Joe, is that the, the golem doesn't speak. Yeah. Frosty nattered on continually according uh-huh. to the story. Yeah, this is uh, according to the story anyway. Yeah, he did speak. So that that is a kind of a weakness in the theory, although you never know. I mean, uh, it's just like zombies in the movies have, have sort of morphed over the years, and now they move fast. Oh, they used to be slow and bumbly, and now they and now, run and now they like, run. at Olympic speeds. Yeah, exactly. And so, they have different attributes. They, yeah, they, you know, yeah, mutate so, in different ways and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so the golem may, may have evolved, just like zombies did. Possibly. Mm, yeah. It's possible. Yeah. 
Yeah, so anyway, that's my theory. I'm sticking with it. Okay. Okay. Well, prepare to decide otherwise. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I actually did my research uh, and did? found found some experts here. And I, um, it, well, you know, I did my homework or I'm lazy, whichever. How did you find these guys? Well, you know, I did a little digging. Um, I found some historic records and, um, you know, somebody suggested that these guys might know what they were talking about so mm-hmm. um i actually gave him a call i did a recording can do you want to just um you just want to listen to yeah, it let's yeah, do that. yeah this is justin and aaron from the generation y oh hey guys it's uh it's devin from thinking sideways who is this really you, you guys it's devin it's it's Devin from Thinking Sideways. You know that other podcast that you get compared to all the time and we get compared to you all the time and we're like best friends now, apparently. I, I, I need your help. I hear you guys have some information on Frosty, a.k.a. the snowman. Can you tell me about him, like who he was or anything about him? So do we have, like what evidence do we have on Frosty the snowman? I, I don't know. I, I didn't really do very much research. I kind of did a little digging and then found you guys. So can you... can can you guys help me out here? We don't have a corncob pipe or a hat. So no. those things are lost to history. So there's no physical evidence. No, the physical evidence is gone. What we do have, though, is a song. If you remember, not too long ago, we covered the McMartin Preschool scandal. And a song figured pretty heavily into that case. So yeah. here, I think this song, Frosty the Snowman, is even more important to this case than... The other song was to the McMartin. That, that, that song was written in the early 1950s. Uh, maybe the lyrics will tell us something about this. So it goes, Frosty the Snowman was a jolly, happy soul. So we know he's jolly and he has a soul. So he's a being or he's alive, right? Uh, with a corncob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. Well... Coal, back then, back in the 50s, you had uh, coal mining and you had uh, uh, coal-burning furnaces. So I guess this is sort of his trying to relate to the common man, the the worker man, the the blue-collar worker, right? Hard-working man. Yeah. You got to give respect to Frosty already, right? Yeah. And he's got a button nose. I mean, that's clothing, you know? I mean, maybe it's good for sniffing clothing. I don't know. Frosty the Snowman is a fairy tale, they say. He was made of snow, but the children know how he came to life one day. So the children know. How did they know? How were they being questioned about this? Who was questioning the children? I don't know that they're being questioned. It almost sounds like it's a secret they're supposed to keep. The children know. The Mm -hmm. adults do not know. That's a little suspicious. Very suspicious. I'm all, now I'm not feeling so good about Frosty now. Okay. Uh, there must have been some magic in that old silk hat they found. Uh, magic hat to entice children? Kids love magic. Or maybe it's magic mushroom silk road? I, I don't know. <laughs> For when they placed it on his head, he began to dance around. The magic hat induces dancing. Could be another drug reference. I'm not sure. Well, now it really is starting to sound like drugs. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, it was written in the 50s, right? Well, yeah. What was, would people think? It was before. You're, before you're not supposed to dance like that, right? No, it was a little taboo. I mean, this is before Footloose, even. 
oh, Frosty the Snowman was as alive as he could be, and the children say he could laugh and play just the same as you and me. So he's identifying with them. He's saying, hey, that's cool. You know, I may be big, but I'm one of you. Yeah, but it is a little weird for this adult male guy to be only playing with children. And he's kind of blue collar. I mean, if he's Michael Jackson, that's one thing. But I don't know if Frosty has enough money to be playing with little kids and get away with it. Uh, Frosty, clumsy as he could be, see him lopping along. Off he goes on an icicle spree with a happy song, Frosty the Snowman. He's clumsy. Uh, he likes to trip and fall. Uh, maybe put his hand somewhere they don't need to be. I don't know. I mean, it's we we got problems here. He's with falling it. down or falling into people. Yeah. He's pretty clumsy. He knew the sun was hot that day, so he said, let's run and we'll have some fun now before I melt away. He knew the sun was hot that day. The heat is on. The heat is on. The, right. The, the heat is on to him. Yeah. He knows his time with these children is limited. Let's just say that. Down to the village with a broomstick in his hand. Okay. There's more children in the village. Possible weapon involved. Or a spanking tool. I Yeah. Uh, running here and there all around the square saying, catch me if you can. That's cute. He led them down. So he's, he's luring them. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, let's play this yeah. game. Catch me. Yeah, catch I'm, me. I'm going to run down the basement. Oh, oh, yeah, they're grabbing. Tee hee hee. Yeah, yeah this, is, this isn't good so far, man. No. Uh, he led them down the streets of town, right to the traffic cop, and only paused a moment when he heard him holler, stop. Frosty has just been given a lawful command by a police officer. And a police officer, if he suspects a crime is being committed, he has the right to stop you and Terry frisk you, interrogate you. He, he has the right, and you have to obey his command. Uh, so he sees Frosty with a group of children that he's not related to. He's not their guardian. Frosty the snowman had to hurry on his way, but he waved goodbye saying, Don't you cry. I'll be back again someday. I think Frosty just refused a lawful command from an officer, and we could consider him fleeing from a scene or evading arrest. He didn't stop, right? Well, the idea is that he's not planning to stop, but he could be caught. And I think he's telling everyone, don't worry, one way or another, I'll work my way back. I'll, I'll be back. Well, whether he's caught or whether he gets away. Okay. But the next line is thumpity thump thump, thumpity thump thump. Now, is this the sound of the nightstick hitting him? <laughs> well, it's either that or, you know, the sound a heavy, if you make a big, heavy snow block or something and throw it in the snow, it makes a thump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, there's a battle here. He, he's getting slammed down with concrete. Either this is a, a really vicious battle either the cops winning or frosty's winning but i think with the thumpity thump thump maybe i'm reading too much but to me it sounds like someone is consistently winning here yeah so either the nightstick is working or frosty's working and if if i had to guess it's the nightstick <laughs> i think that's if this has a happy ending well it says look at frosty go is that to jail 
No, look at Frosty Go to me implies that Frosty's moving under his own powers. Mm -hmm. So to me, I think maybe he sort of separated into his three parts and then it went thumpity thump thump down onto the police officer. And then he's like knocked out. And then uh, watch Frosty go. He's heading for the hills. Okay. No. He's because, running for the hills. Well, well, it says thumpity thump thump over the hills of snow. I mean, I, I really like the movie Scarface. And there was hills of snow in that movie. I'm not sure. What was the original question? <laughs> was, were we supposed to... I, I I I don't know what... Fro- Frosty just doesn't sound like a good person to me. Why Frosty? Why did he do it? He should well, have we have we have an idea of why he did it, but it, it makes us uncomfortable even to think about it. Right? Yeah. Frosty's not so nice now. No. Right? No. Yeah. So I hope that answer answers your guys' questions, and uh, thanks for asking, and you all have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, what's in the pipe, Frosty? Thanks, you guys. Um, that was really helpful. Have a good Christmas. Merry Christmas. Say hi to uh, Val and the kids for me. Show off. Ha <laughs> ha So they, they seem to know what they're talking about, right? Sort of. No? Yeah, a little. I mean, they they bring up some good points. I will give them that. that based like, on the, the song. Sounds like he could have been an actual guy. Are they, uh, I, I, were they suggesting that Frosty was some sort of a perv or that he was a drug pusher or what? Yeah, that he was like a like a drug guy. Like a drug type guy. Is this why I've suddenly noticed that both of you have been saying Frosty, a.k.a. the snowman? Well, that, yeah, that's he, his name. Yeah, a.k.a. as in the snowman, as in, you know. That was his code name. As Snow. In, as in blow. Blow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I did not know that part. Okay. Yeah. yeah so no wonder the kids liked him so much. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder they all ran around so They much. had so much energy. <laughs> So I guess um, I I can do we feel like we need to come to a consensus in the room about what Frosty was in order to go forward or do are we okay with just uh, thinking different I, things? I don't know that it does any good because the fact of the matter is is the media industrial complex is going to push the he was a snowman thing and it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter to us. On well, our show? Is, I guess it matters to us and our listeners, but uh, let's face it, you know, I mean, no matter what truth we come up with, it will be crushed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it's probably worth coming up with the truth. I mean, I I, I think that um, the well, guys from Generation Y, they definitely know their stuff. And Yeah, there was. But, you know, they said that Frosty was um, kind of a pusher kind of guy. Yeah. But it appears to me that he actually was a snowman. I don't an know. An animated snowman. I just don't. All right, well, I and, think... And that's not, you know, he can be a snowman uh, and still be a drug pusher. That's true. Yeah. He could so be I, a snowman I, dealing snow. So, okay, well, then, I mean, what evidence do we... I mean, what do we know about Frosty? What happened to Frosty? Well, yeah, that's... Uh, according to the song, he ran afoul of the, tra- of the town's traffic cop uh, and then left town, promising to be back someday. But, of course, you know, in town, out of town, sooner or later, the temperature goes up, Frosty melts. Um, you know, so he couldn't have survived that season. So it's global warming? Yeah. Or just well, seasonal change? Seasonal change, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but, so, that is one, that, you know, that's kind of the prevalent theory is that temperature rise and frosty I, melts. Actually, you guys, um, when I was talking to Justin and Aaron, they actually mentioned that they... Was a Generation Y guy? Yeah, the Gen Y guys. Yeah. They, 
they know someone who might actually have kind of the inside scoop about what actually happened to Frosty. Um, I have his so. phone number. Do you want to give him a call? Yeah. Okay. So. so wait, but this guy, this guy's really, if I remember this, because uh, I saw these emails going back and yeah. forth and this guy's, he's a little squirrely about who he is. Okay. But like, okay, but we have, it's a podcast. We can edit it. Okay, so so because I know that I saw this email is that he wanted to be completely anonymous, so we're going to keep this anonymous for him. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, of course yeah. we are. Okay, yeah. so right. yeah. so you but you have to edit it. So let's just call him up right now. Okay. Hey, Mike. That's me. Oh, hey, Mike. Uh, it's it's Devin from Thinking Sideways. Um, we emailed back and forth a, a couple times. Um, we are giving you a call. We're recording right now. Um, hopefully that's okay. I know you're. Uh, we'll, we'll edit. It's fine. Um, but uh, we have uh, we have some questions about Frosty. Yeah, because you said that you had some info and that you would talk to us about it. And I yeah. know there's we've got a bunch of questions. Yeah, as Mike, as you know, we were covering the story of Frosty, aka the Snowman. And, uh, you know, this, as you are well aware, the standard story is that Frosty was done in by a temperature change. Uh, he essentially melted. Mm. But I've heard rumors on Reddit and other places that Frosty perhaps uh, met his end a different way. Yeah, listen, um, I'm only talking to you guys because I don't want, you know, I, I just I don't think this is right, what, what they did to that boy. Um, you mean Frosty? Yeah. You yep. got to promise me, though, you're going to keep my name out of this, because if they did that to him, imagine what they're going to do to me. Uh, you know, I have a house, a family, a dog. Scout's uh, honor. We, we, won't, we won't let it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll delete your, any references to your name and everything else in Sword and Scale podcast. Okay. So what's, uh, what's going on? What happened? Well, you know, the, the official answer is that nobody really knows for sure. Um, what we do know is that on July 31st, 1975 the day after Jimmy Hoffa was killed. A 14-year-old boy by the name of Sammy Johnson, he was skateboarding when he found a carrot near an industrial food packing warehouse just outside of Detroit. Oh, my God. What about two little lumps of coal? Well, I'll get to that. Okay. The carrot was just sitting there among a bunch of boxes. I mean, how do you explain that? Two weeks later, they did find two pieces of coal near the Alameda Chili Cook-Off. How far away from the carrot? Uh, well, that's on the other side of the country. Oh, my uh, God. But uh, they were just sitting there next to a pile of logs. After four days, uh, they found uh, a couple of twigs near the home of a 76-year-old World War I veteran by the name of Frank Buckles. Just went outside, and he found them there. Um, Those were his arms? Well, that's what some people think. It was in western Pennsylvania. It was a bungalow. Uh, and the arms, or twigs, were just discarded there like a pile of trash. Jesus. Now, you tell me, who mutilates a body like that and leaves parts of it all over the country? Uh, you know, if you ask me, there's only one outfit that could do it, and that's the mob. Do you have any proof of this? <sighs> what I didn't tell you is that next to each of these grisly body parts, there was a puddle. Oh, my God. Almost like they were trying to send a message. You know, <gasps> whatever Frosty did, he was weighing over his head. So how did Frosty get involved with the mob? He was doing some low-level stuff at first, you know, collecting bets, uh, he was a bookie for a while in the Fuller Park area. Everything was working out, you know, pretty good for him. He had a couple CD clients, though, and one of them decided he wasn't going to pay up. I mean, Frosty's a cold dude, but, uh, he, you know, even though he has got that bit of an ominous stare to him with those beady black eyes, there wasn't much to back it up. I mean, with those twig-like arms and, 
Not a lot of upper body strength. <laughs> Not really, no. Couldn't really hold you know, a gun. You know, the funny, the, the funny thing is, uh, I remember old Frosty, uh, there was this one time at the Green Door Tavern. He, he got pissed drunk, and uh, he downed yeah. half a bottle of Jack. He was going around challenging bar patrons to an arm wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that worked out well. Yeah, he got his ass kicked. Yeah, I bet. Got his twig broken. So, so I think after that, you know, he started having some problems with the boss. Um, he just seemed to keep messing up after that. Like he couldn't do anything right. Uh, it was just a matter of time before he got what was coming to him. And we all saw it coming from a mile away. So, so what was he? He's a creepy motherfucker. He was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but the, you know, the, the question is, is um, I, you know, was he? Uh, was it aliens? Uh, was he? What's, what's the? What's the? What's the Jewish creature? The um, the golem? Was he a golem? Perhaps? Oh. Uh, dude said he was from Jersey. I mean, oh, okay. So he wasn't. I, he wasn't a snowman. Well, I think he was from Slovakia. To be honest with you, so I don't know what that makes him. Or, or maybe Romania or Bulgaria, one of the Ias. I don't, I don't really know. But uh, you know, he would get lit up and sing these weird drinking songs from some Eastern European language, and it would creep everybody out. Plus, the dumb hat he would always wear. You know, even at the time when everybody was wearing hats, it was unfashionable. Mm. You know, everybody wore fedoras, and he insisted on wearing that stupid top hat. That and a scarf. Scarf, yeah. And yeah. He's definitely an out-of-towner, you know? But, you know, in answering your question about whether he was a snowman, uh, rumor has it he was just an alcoholic. Uh, he kept himself uh, warm on those cold winter nights somehow, probably with a bottle of scotch and a pipe filled with a little hashish. I don't know. Yeah. The 70s, the 70s were weird, man. He, he had, they had all kinds of things back then. They had friggin' genetically modified reindeer with glowing noses. You know, I even remember a, that. Yeah, they had a snow wookie and uh, just a lot of drugs. So it, Frosty tried them all. Yeah, no, I, I, I have heard definitely that uh, his name actually kind of had two meanings, you know, the snowman and all that stuff. And that's probably why he was so popular with the kids in the neighborhood. Yeah. He was passing out lots of free blow. Mm-hmm. Well, he definitely had some on him. I can guarantee that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, thanks thanks for agreeing to talk to us and thanks for the, the info, I guess. Uh well, yeah, no problem. Just remember, just keep Mike from sort of scale out of it. I, I was never here. This is totally off the record, and I don't yeah. want, I don't want snowman body parts showing up here in Florida. Yeah, yeah. or your yeah. body parts showing up here. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll definitely edit your name out of this. Thanks, guys. Uh, hey, thanks you, for, thank you for your time. Thanks for the information. No problem. Uh, wow. Yeah, that, that source <laughs> I, that didn't uh, that source came out of nowhere. The, I didn't. Um, That's an ugly mm, ending for old Frosty. Our, our emails did not. I didn't think that was gonna. No, I don't think he wanted to commit anything to uh, to pen and paper. Text, yeah, yeah. I I, I understand yeah. why now. Yeah, this is yeah. this is big stuff. Okay. Um, <sighs> okay. So there's that. Yeah. yeah so Fun. he. Yeah. So Frosty done in by the mob apparently. Ugh. But there's another theory out there that he was not a, he was not done in by the mob. He was done in by a mob. Oh, well. Whole what? different story. I know. This kind of contradicts our anonymous sources story. Uh, but actually, in reality, it doesn't. Uh, it appears that there were actually two Frosties. What? Yeah, I know. One of them apparently was an imposter. Uh, which is which? I'm not really sure. Uh, I'm going to say this other Frosty. We'll call him Frosty 2. He did give his name as Frosty. Uh, this is at least, according to the guys over at twofrosties.com, 
which has some interesting stuff on it. According to according to two Frosties, uh, in late fall of the same year that uh, the original Frosty showed up in town, word got back to the authorities of a bizarre animated snowman. And by authorities, I don't mean that traffic cop who yelled at Frosty. I'm talking about the men in black. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, of course, they were concerned that Frosty was possibly an alien or, or a robotic alien probe disguised as a snowman. Uh, so they decided to bring him in for some questioning. On one night in early November, uh, an unmarked van screeched to a halt in front of Frosty, and five guys dressed in dark clothing jumped out, threw a blanket over Frosty, and bundled him into the back of the van. Uh, there was only one witness to this, uh, which is one of the local kids, and nobody took him seriously when he said that the, a snowman had been kidnapped. Well, who yeah. would? Yeah, yeah, or who exactly. cares, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, a snowman, big deal. Make another yeah, one, okay, kid. kid. Sure. Yeah, uh, The feds took Frosty to a secure refrigerator facility outside of Schenectady, New York, and held him there for over a month. Uh, and by the way, this puts the final nail in the coffin of the magic hat theory, because when they took him in, they took his personal effects. They took the hat, the scarf, the pipe. Yeah, it was, and, it's it's weird. I uh, I was looking at those. We posted those photos in the links, and it was it was interesting. Yeah, it, it wasn't what I was expecting. No, not at all. Yeah, but but this is why there were two frost. They believed there were two frosties because while he he was held for well over a month in this secure facility, and, and um, at the same time the other frosty was out frolicking with the kids, and so couldn't have been two places at once. So that's why we think that there was a second uh, imposter frosty. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, okay, well, back back to his story. Um, uh, the interrogation techniques uh, escalated as time went by because Frosty kept saying that he didn't know anything. And I'm, I, I'm pretty sure Frosty really didn't know anything. I mean, he was just a snowman, for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah, uh, they started out with isolation, sleep deprivation. Uh, Frosty, Frosty wasn't talking. The feds weren't taking that for an answer, so they started threatening him. They threatened to turn up the thermostat. Uh, they threatened to turn him into snowballs. Uh, they threatened to turn him into the beginnings of an igloo. Oh. And Frosty, yes, it was kind of ugly. And Frosty still just said, hey, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even know what an alien is. Which is oh. amazing because most people under that level of torture will start making something up just to appease yeah, the torture. Yeah, I guess torture. it's almost suspicious. Oh, yeah, right? Maybe he wasn't. Yeah, that you maybe told he the was line that hard. Yeah, yeah, I know. Finally, a frustration, one, of the, one day one of the agents leaned over the table and burned Frosty with a cigarette. What? You can't? What? What? What do you mean? No, I mean like you can't you can't smoke indoor. I mean, how long ago was this? Oh, uh, it was a long. It was decades ago. Oh, so, yeah. so you could smoke oh, inside. Yeah, yeah, but you, you can't just like burn a guy with a cigarette. Uh, apparently, you can. Uh, oh, yeah. When you're uh, a man in black, you can't. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, since that got kind of a rise out of Frosty, they decided they decided to go with that technique for a while. So they all lit up unfiltered Lucky Strike cigarettes and, and started burning poor Frosty. And, of course, he's still, and it's well documented, but if you go to twofrosties.com, they have a picture of the interrogation room right after the Frosty was sent back to his cell, and there's drops of water on the floor oh. from, from his burns. Oh, that's vicious. That's yeah, really, it was that's, pretty that's, vicious. I mean, it's, it's just to warn our listeners, they are, they're hard to look at. Yeah, yeah, they are, they are kind of graphic. Um, and, uh, but even the torture didn't get anything from them. They considered waterboarding, but it's kind of hard to waterboard somebody in a refrigerated facility once the water freezes. Yeah, that doesn't so, make any yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, and it's hard to, I, I can't imagine how easy it would be to waterboard a snowman anyway. Would that uh, be iceboarding at that point? Yeah, I don't know, just bat, bashing his head into a sheet of ice. Oh. Yeah, no, they didn't, they didn't do the waterboarding. Uh, they finally actually decided that Frosty actually didn't know anything and that he wasn't an alien. Uh, on top of that, the holidays were coming up, and they all needed to do some shopping. And plus, they were tired of being cold all the time. 
So, yeah, the job had to be terrible. Yeah, so Frosty was dumped off just a couple of blocks from where he was kidnapped, and uh, things went back to normal for a while. Uh, but this Frosty, I'll call him Frosty 2. Frosty 2 was kind of a hard luck snowman. In the end, things really went south for him. On the evening of February 30th, 1950, a five-year-old boy, Robert Julius Irving, was found strangled to death. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, another young boy, Theodore Robert Bundy, said that he had seen Irving with Frosty too an hour or so before the body was found. What does that name sound familiar? Theodore Robert... I don't know. I don't know. It does sound familiar, though, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Weird. We should make sure to look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, an angry crowd of townsfolk armed with matches, propane torches, cigarette lighters, and soldering irons surrounded Frosty, uh, who at first pretended to be an inanimate object. Uh, when he saw all the lighters and torches, he started to plead his innocence, but it didn't do him any good. Soon Frosty was reduced to a puddle, not long after that, to a frozen puddle. And, uh, the townsfolks, the townsfolk all decided that, uh, word of this must never get out, and so they vowed never to speak of it again. And uh, the, the local chamber of commerce covered the whole thing up, just like in Jaws. Yeah, really. that's going to be terrible. I mean, the, the yeah. streets would run with water at that point. The streets point. were running with water, yes. It was It was sad. And people, this is why mob justice pe- shouldn't be allowed to happen. Yeah, I it's know, bad. I know. The townsfolk were all spattered with water, with Frosties. Yeah, Frosties, Frosty Tube's water. I can't imagine how many showers it would take to get that off. I don't know, yeah. Uh, and how do, you, how do you get the water stains out of your clothes? How many towels yeah. does that take? I know. Oh, yeah, I we got to stop. Come on, guys. It's I know. Uh. Yeah, uh, yeah. so uh, it, anyway, life kind of went back to normal. Word kind of got out. A few inquisitive reporters showed up, but they were met with basically a wall of silence. And that, and one especially persistent one was treated to a blanket party and given a wedgie. And pretty soon uh, the inquiries died off. It was apparent the townsfolks were, just were not going to talk about it. And the cover-up was very comprehensive. Even the Wikipedia page has been sanitized. Yeah, nobody and really knows about this anymore. No, 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 it's not, uh, yeah. So that's it. Um, so the, the, I guess this is another mystery about Frosty, too. So was he a murderer? Yeah, was he? Was he a murderer? What I do you guys know. think? Well, it it depends on, wait, are we talking about... Frosty, a.k.a. the snowman, the first one or the second one? We're talking about the... the or either of. Yeah, I, well, you know, there, it, it's kind of hard to say which one which one was done in by the mob and which one was done in by the mob of townsfolk. Right. Or that, if, there could be a yeah. little confusion there. So. Yeah, that's, that's my problem is that when you see the photos of the snowman, I can't tell because there's snow which one is which. That, yeah, they are kind of dead Steve, ringers. Yeah. No, I mean, they I both mean, wear a scarf. They bo- both wear the same hat. And they they're shaped identically. They're round balls of snow. I yeah. know, man. That's that's a tough one, you know. Um, it makes it hard to know which one is which. I just yeah. don't want to get the angry emails. Is well, no, I'm not being this. I'm not being a snowist. Okay, yeah. okay. all right, okay. You're I mean, saying that they all look alike, aren't you? <laughs> I'm not being a snowist. Okay, Cut it out. <laughs> all right. So you you can't tell the difference, which I guess means other people might not be able to tell the difference. I can see, tell the See, that's what I'm getting at, is that I think that's part of the reason. Part of the problem. That nobody really realizes that they're two, because... Okay. They look exactly the same. Just yeah. a, to you. A lot of uh, folks. It's entirely possible that... snowist. Uh, it's entirely possible, too, that if Frosty committed this, this heinous crime, that it might have been maybe Frosty 1 committed the crime, but Frosty 2 is the one who unfortunately yeah, paid the price for it. For it. Yeah. Entirely it's possible. possible, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, Frosty 1 was kind of a skeezy character, at least according to our anonymous source. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So here's, 
So here are the theories. So evidence in favor of Frosty was a murderer. Well, small bits of bark were found in the vicinity of the child's body. That's uh, Robert Irving. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, Theodore Bundy said that when he saw Frosty and Irving together, Frosty had one of his stick hands on Irving's shoulder in kind of a creepy way. I don't know. I guess, so, if, I mean, you know, you mentioned stick hands, right? It's, yeah. I just don't know that, that Frosty would have had the, uh, the sheer upper body strength to commit a crime like was committed to uh, Irving. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Irving. yeah. Well, his arms were twigs. They yeah, were twigs. they were just sticks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, uh, that's kind of like... That, that kind of like makes it seem kind of unlikely. Yeah, it seems yeah. unlikely to me, too. But if Frosty wasn't the killer, then who was? I don't know. I think that's an unsolved... This is... I don't know why we would bring this one up, because it seems like it's a show in and of itself. Yeah, maybe we should have held this back. Damn it. Oops. Yeah, well. Uh, yeah, well. All right. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll resurrect it and flog it to death next Christmas. Yeah. That sound? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go with uh, Frosty was not, not the killer, and who knows who the killer was. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we'll never know, probably. Yeah, yeah uh, I mean, maybe Theodore Bundy, that kid, I don't know, maybe he's around, maybe he'll... Well, maybe he knows something. Maybe he knows something. We'll see yeah. if we can find him. Yeah, we should again. track him down. He's got to be on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, probably. Everybody's on Facebook. Everyone is, You yeah. would think, yeah. yeah. MySpace, one of the two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, I, I, I just, yeah, I, I agree with Joe. I, I don't think Frosty really could have done it. Yeah. yeah, that's the well. That's the hard part, especially again. There's two of them, and it just yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I'm really torn on this. Maybe one. the two of them like uh, ganged up on the kid. Maybe, maybe. But, you Although know, neither of them look like they could, you know, do anything of of any note. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I think it. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, let's face it. People get murdered all the time, even in small towns, yeah. by just regular old human beings. Ah think i might know if if frosty did it i think i know how frosty might have done it how How'd he do it have you ever heard of birking oh yeah what birking yeah birking. you know who burke and hare are right yeah they're the guys it was 1800s england killed a bunch of people to sell them to the schools for autopsies oh, yeah, yeah. and they guys. were they tended to be inebriated people or sickly so but they couldn't show any signs of being abused so what these guys would do is they would sit on their chest to compress their lungs and then put their hand over their mouth and nose and suffocate them. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's called after Burke and Hare. It's called burking. Yeah, it could it's have been that. It's possible that Frosty could have done that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Especially that's to a, a little theory. kid, Frosty would be heavy enough to uh-huh. cause that kind of damage. Yeah, but we're again. This is this isn't really. I know a this is total hand, speculation. Really. Yeah. I yeah, know. But, I just yeah. it suddenly it's one of those things that hit me. Yeah, yeah, but Robert Irving was actually there were signs of strangulation though. Mm. Oh. Yeah, there were. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, actually, okay. Yeah. Got yeah. It. So, but yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. The townsfolk got their snowman, and uh, as far as everybody's concerned, the mystery is solved. I don't think it really is. No, I don't either. No, I don't. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever know. No, yeah. probably not. Um, yeah. Well, uh, if folks want to know more, they can find more. Yeah. There's a lot out there. We'll put some of that information on our website. We should probably link that site or the Two Frosties site. Yeah, that well, we got we'll, all that we'll information link that from. We'll okay. definitely do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, for um, sure. If you want to find the information that we're we've got up for you. And you can listen to this episode and any other episode and download or stream. The website is, of course, thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. You can leave a comment there. Uh, if you've got other things that you want to say to us or if you've got feedback, episode suggestions, you can always go ahead and send us an email. That email address is thinkingsidewayspodcast at gmail.com. 
We Most people, it seems, are getting the podcast off of iTunes if they're downloading. If you're on iTunes, do take the time to leave a comment and a rating. That is great. That's how other people find us. If you like to stream the show, we're everywhere for streaming at this point, essentially. So whatever service you use, we're probably on there. Uh, we are always, of course, on social media. So we have our Facebook page where we have, you can like the Facebook page or you can join the group. We are on Twitter at Thinking Sideways, and we do a bunch of tweeting. We've got the subreddit, Thinking Sideways. And, of course, then there is always PayPal and Patreon. So if you're enjoying the show and you want to contribute, you're more than welcome to do that. Totally voluntary. Entirely voluntary. Yep. And there's a no, PayPal no link on the website. And if you want to do more of a sustaining situation, you're welcome to. And you would do that by going to patreon.com slash thinking sideways. Um, yeah, that's really all of the yeah. stuff that we've got there. So I guess we will uh, enjoy your stuff. holiday, everybody, and we'll oh, talk yeah. to you next week. Yeah, yeah, Merry Christmas. Next year, even. Next year. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Ooh. Yeah. No, not quite next oh. year. No, not quite. Not quite. Uh, not I'm quite. so excited no, no, for 2016. No, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, so we'll see you at the end of this year. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hey, do not forget to edit Mike's name out, right? No. No, no, no. no. Yeah. It's, okay. That's why we're recording this. He, this is my He's going to, like, kill me. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. He'll be upset. He will fly He'll out. Be upset with all of us. Okay. Yeah. Hello. This is the voicemail for Thinking Sideways. We're not taking your call right now. Please leave a message after the beep. You motherfuckers. You fucking motherfucking asshole motherfuckers. I told you to keep my name out of it. I told you not to say that it was Mike from Sword and Scale talking about how the Chicago mob killed Frosty the Snowman. What do you do? You put it out there for everyone to hear. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going into hiding for the next couple weeks. But when I come back, you're on my list. You better watch out. You better not f***ing cry. Watch it back. <laughs>